You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. It felt like a lot of credit has to go to a lot of people. I mean, the players, the coaches, etc. You can't take anything away from Jake Browning. I mean, when you look at some of the advanced stats, pretty out there for what he's able to do. Uh, 19.9 completion percentage over expected and that 0.55 EPA per play. So just about every other pass was adding an expected point of value from him. Those are both like 95th plus percentile numbers. And when you look at stats like that and just the box score of 350 yards and two touchdowns, one was running, but still I'd count that. And 85% completion percentage. And you see like the names that have done that besides Browning, it's, this is one of those games from a backup quarterback that's going to just always be in like a, a, it'll be fun trivia always. It's like, which of these, you know, like which of these quarterbacks has done this type of thing. Um, B it probably made him quite a bit of money. I, I feel like mm-hmm. it's funny last week. It was like, yeah, can he keep the job this week? It's, oh, he probably earned quite a big check this off season. Um, but see, it showed that they had a better game plan. Everybody played well. You obviously don't get that performance without Browning playing well, but the coaching staff, they found the stuff that Browning is good at, the stuff he's comfortable with, the stuff that he can operate and do. The run game was very effective. And it was kind of Mixon was like the run game of last year. We're just churning things out, keeping the team ahead of the ahead of the sticks, ahead of schedule, right on schedule. Like they're not getting into very many third and longs. They're protecting Browning that way. The run game was designed well from Frank Pollock, I think, a way to attack the Jags in that game. And then Chase Brown, you add that tiny bit of just what they've needed, the explosive element, the idea of just like, let's just drop this guy in and see if he can just be a spark plug. And he was in this game. There were multiple runs he had that were big runs. And he was able to be the spark plug, the generator to get the offense kick-started with a couple of big plays. So this felt very much like a 
combined awesome effort. And that's not even to say the offensive line, I thought, played really well. At least when I watched them live, I thought this was a good game from them. And, I mean, the only sack that Browning took was his own fault. And the run game felt like it was their all game. So, yeah, I, I was concerted awesome effort. It, it was like a big, I don't know, recital, like a big like musical number that, that was just played perfectly. Everybody was doing the right thing. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I mean, going into it, my expectations, I didn't know what to think. I thought, like, just just have fun with this offense. Felt like we were going to see them run the ball just because of all the criticism from the last week and even hearing from Brian Callahan. When it comes to Chase Brown, and we were able to see that one-two punch with Joe Mixon and Chase Brown, which I'm looking forward to the rest of the season when it comes to the run game. But when it comes to the pass game, it felt like we heard going up to that Pittsburgh Steelers start for Jake that he could handle, you know, don't change the playbook. Keep it Joe Burrow style. They had to change the playbook, and that is a good idea idea um you know it, it would have been fun to see Joe Burrow versus Trevor Lawrence out there and I think the Bengals would have been just fine too um I don't I it might have been it might have been worse honestly uh for the Jags uh if Joe was out there but you know credit to Jake Browning because after that first drive when he was I mean he was holding on to it and I thought well this is going to be a long night you really got to get rid of the ball we saw that against the Pittsburgh Steelers and every single time he was just driving down the field, they were going to a new weapon. And and I love keeping Tanner Hudson involved, um, you know, just different guys in the passing game. And then Jamar Chase, feed the guy. Feed your best player. T. Higgins with a couple of key catches. It was just with this offense overall. You mentioned the offensive line. You know, it's one of the things that we're we don't we're not giving enough credit to right now, um, because I thought they did a really good job of of protecting Jake and you know the, the trick plays. I'm not trying to be too down on them, but you know we'll probably just sit those out for now. Um, not not necessary in the future. And I felt so bad for Tyler Boyd because, look. I mean, it was it, it's a huge mistake, and I'm glad they didn't end up losing the game because of that that score. But um, yeah, just overall with Jake Browning, you know what what are your expectations when not to look too far ahead, but kind of the outlook of it because they could pretty much be playing backup quarterbacks the rest of the way. There's five games left, three of five at home outside of Patrick Mahomes. The rest are backup quarterbacks if Kenny Pickett can go in a couple weeks and that'll change he'll be a starting quarterback that they'll face um but you know is this is this like a one night thing for Jake Browning or is this something that you could see him continuing to do we'll see uh I think there's reason to believe it's not just like the Brandon Allen Houston game because from what I remember of that game was a lot of Brandon Allen heat checks way down the field of just throwing bombs all over the field and that was an awesome game from a backup quarterback but then he kind of came when the deep ball wasn't connecting he kind of fell back apart I don't expect Browning to be as accurate next week or as perfect I feel like that will come back down to earth a little bit but at the same time you don't need to have these awesome performances to have a sustainable offense and win games I think it's certainly possible you get a pretty good game from him 
I think I also think it's more sustainable than the Browning game or than the Allen game because he was doing a lot of stuff that was working the shallow and intermediate area, working high low concepts and it just felt like he was processing things and not just throwing heat checks and whatever else. He threw a couple, but it was mostly to me him working plays he's comfortable doing. But at the same time, he might not get the same level of run support. He might not get the same offensive line play. When those things don't work as well, how will he play? I think it's fair to look at a lot of different aspects of how the game went and question whether that's sustainable. And if that's not sustainable, can Browning still operate at at least a pretty good, solid level? That'll be something to watch for. I think this game's going to be a big one. Can the Bengals offensive line win this matchup? I think that the Colts defensive line is probably a little bit. I thought the Jaguars defensive line was stout, but this is another stout defensive line. DeForest Buckner, Grover Stewart, I believe will be back. There's, you know, a couple those are a couple of guys game wreckers in the middle of the defense. And for the credit we did give the Jags, they don't really have that guy in the middle that is like a DeForest Buckner. Anyway, let's see how that goes. And can they design a running attack that is going to take advantage of that the same way they did in this game? Because I felt like the run design was really good in the Jaguars game to take advantage of defensive ends that like flying up the field. That was all of Chase. I felt like every big Chase Brown run was the same thing. It was a bend play, a zone play where it's designed to hit to the backside. You pull the tight end back across. Basically, you trap that defensive end. He flies upfield. When he flies upfield, the tight end just kind of gets in his way, and that creates a hole. You don't have to move anybody yourself. He moved himself out of the play. And they actually did that against the 49ers as well. I thought this run game, this run game plan was similar to the 49ers game plan, and it worked. And I haven't watched the Colts defense from this year, but Gus Bradley, their defensive coordinator, kind of rolls with a similar style of play from his defensive line, from at least from what I saw before this year. So that might be another way that they might be able to do it again. Although now it becomes the, okay, now that's on film. So they know what you know, and can you make the adjustment to the adjustment? All of this is to say, can Browning do this again? We'll see. (laughs) He can, but we don't, it's one of those, we have to see it because we've seen backup quarterbacks have, really good games. Like I've talked a lot about the Brandon Allen one, but you can think of Matt Flynn. He had a big game and went and got paid and then didn't perform that way. Sometimes that just happens. I'm hoping he is able to give some performance because man is a lot more fun to root for this team to win and watch them do well than it was to think about draft positioning and stuff. It is refreshing because I think last week, it really has felt since Joe Burrow went down, it has been the longest of seasons. Um, I'm counting down to saying, oh, there's six games after Monday Night Football, there'll be five games. There's three more home games for this club. And it just felt so depressing wanting updates on Joe Burrow. How's everything going? Need the rehab updates. When's he going to be throwing in the spring? Um, It's just been, it's been kind of refreshing. I'm not going to lie. You know, you could see it on social media and fans were going into that game thinking, how am I supposed to feel? Um, do I have fun while I watch this offense? Am I wanting a better draft pick? Or will this team shock everyone and win on Monday Night Football in a really entertaining football game from both sides? It was unfortunate that Trevor left late in the fourth or around nine something in the fourth quarter uh, because I thought it was a really fun uh, 
matchup with Trevor versus uh, this Bengals defense and, you know, Jake versus Trevor. Everybody had that circled on the calendar um, and it ended up being, I don't know, it was it was just a really exciting football game to watch. And I, I think, you know, we talk about this offense and it was huge to have Joe Burrow on the sideline. And, and one of the things in the TV broadcast, you could see him over by Jake after pretty much every call when Jake was on the sidelines and just kind of talking him up. I'm really wondering what he was kind of drawing up there with Zach Taylor. 